Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, welcome to Hollywood Crime Scene. This is Rachel Fisher. Hi, this is Desi Jadikin. And we're here with our very special guest, comedian Tess Barker. Hello. <laughs> Tess is one of the co-hosts of the Lady to Lady podcast, as well as the other podcast, Brittany's Graham. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us how you started that podcast, first of all. Brittany's was that, Graham? Yeah, was that just... Yeah, it well, it was it was it's like a side project with Babs, who I'm on Lady to Lady with too. So Lady to Lady is me, Babs, and our friend Brandy Posey, and we just like a lot of people always like texting each other about Britney's Instagram. <laughs> it was just a very common. Yeah, and I think particularly like in a post-Trump era, like it was nice to have a place that was just like twirling and fashion shows, right? Um, pictures of roses. It really did just. Feel... She does kind of go all out. Yeah, like there's definitely it's an interesting Instagram. They're very. Right? It's oh, very yeah. positive. Very positive. Very, I watch it. Sometimes I'm like focusing on like, wait, what's that workout move she just did? Because oh, yeah. she posts like like videos, like time lapses of her workout sometimes. Oh, and like I'll look, I'll that. be like, wait, I need to try that at the gym. I like the one where she was painting. That's oh. actually what start, got us starting the podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, because <laughs> it was so iconic. Like, we actually were at brunch when it dropped, and everyone was texting us about it, and we were texting everyone about it because it was such an enigma. Do you know the painting one? Um, I'm sure if I saw it, I, I'm sure I faved it, actually. Because I... <laughs> I, I <laughs> I just don't remember it right You're now. Just blindly faving anything. <laughs> I do. I fave. I fave literally. That's like, like me all and Martha Stewart. I'm just like okay. Yeah. Same. Yeah. There's Beyonce. Certain right. There's certain people. I'm just like everything, everything you do. I, I don't love. care what it is. Yeah. I fave it. Yeah. Right. So tell us the painting for people so who don't the know. The painting is truly and it actually all, it has a fun ending to the story too. But um, it's her. It's she's wearing like a she's on the veranda of her yes. house <laughs> in a garden and she's wearing like a button down what appears to be like a coffee costume of like a painter like a smock <laughs> right yeah and like classical music is playing and it's like a <laughs> contemplative video of her and like they kind of go 360 around her and it's just her painting on a veranda what is she painting a fairy it's flowers like flowers, oh, flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rachel. Yeah, <laughs> she's in the garden. She's in the garden, but she's not painting the flowers that she's looking at. Right. <laughs> it's an insane video for some reason for me because I'm just like, who? Who's filming this? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's the quintessential Britney video because it is like deceptively it has more simple. Questions. Yeah, more it's questions than answers. answers. Yeah. It is so I love it. Amazing. And I was just like, that was sort of what revived my interest in her in like a way. Like, because yeah. she kind of had dropped out of the scene for a while. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, oh. A like, lot of people this? felt that way. It kind of yeah. was like a shift. It was like it before really and was. after yeah. the painting video. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go revisit that. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. the cool thing is, before he died, Robin Leach bought that painting. Oh. <gasps> What? Yeah. <laughs> what? I told you I had a fun ending to the story. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's amazing. Oh That's my God. so I wonder random. who has it now. <laughs> yeah. Right? How do we get that painting? Does she paint a lot? Or... <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, yeah, there have been a couple other incidents of painting. I think she paints for the same reason that maybe I might paint, you know, like, just it's like have a, a glass of fun. Yeah, 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 just, yeah, not to 
really be good. Right. Right. Just I mean, it's least. very Bob Ross kind of very. just like simple, you know, right. whatever. But that's right. amazing. I can't believe someone bought her painting. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I heard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I yeah. mean, it is, let's say it probably belongs in the Smithsonian if we're honest. I mean, I agree. I like it right. better than most art. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so, so you started because of that video mm-hmm. because, and then you yeah. basically just dish on her Instagram. Yeah. Like what so she we posted. would just do exactly what we just did. Like we would, every single thing, cause everything was just so fascinating, you yeah, know, like right. we were just analyzing, like we would just zoom in quick and like, is that a pack of cigarettes? What yeah. is that? Like everything, <laughs> we were just obsessed with everything. Yeah. Um, and it got down to like, you know, Brittany, it's the most fascinating, I think Instagram yeah. of all time. Um, and like, cause we can even really analyze the emojis. Right. Oh. And there's also something I think with her, it's like, what is really going on and what is she trying to present? Like, yes. Well, there's like that, a nice contrast, right? Totally. Yeah. And that ended up being the like direction that the podcast sort of, I mean, went in it really was just like, wow, she's doing all these fashion shows. But then I was always looking at her life in, um, in the context of, I had read this article in the New York Times in 2016 about the fact that she was still under a conservatorship, which, okay, is, yeah. which is like a legal thing where... Um, it's for like if you have if you're incapacitated if you have like a serious mental illness or a serious physical illness um I had read that she was still under one of those and this article kind of poked a lot of holes in like how can she under one of these when she's such a productive artist right because she's had this residency in Vegas for years now the residency multiple world tours she's put out four really successful albums shot 19 music videos I mean really a very prolific that seems like a person, person living <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah. like even if you were a roadie on that that's you would have lot. to be have your shit together yeah. I mean, that's right. just like a to be the star right yeah. Is a lot. yeah yeah seriously right yeah, yeah. so i was always looking at everything sort of in that context um and uh yeah that just sort of started to be the way we went with it I had no idea she was still under the conservatorship. Yeah. Because I knew about it. Like, I was telling Desi before, like, I mean, I've followed Britney's career pretty closely since 1998. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I'm i like, I know, I know a lot. I'm not, like, her number one stan, <laughs> but I'm a pretty big stan. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and you I, didn't know that she was under the conservatorship? No. And I, I thought that that was a temporary thing. I didn't even know you could keep something like that going. Right. For more, more than, like, You would think that you years, wouldn't like, be able to. Right. Especially <laughs> since she's like, she's, like, 38 years old now. And for the past few years, especially with the residency in Vegas, I mean, I would say since the Circus album... It, she really sort of, that public grew out of like, oh, she's better now. Like, they totally, realize, oh, right. she's better now. Right. I and mean, she's still Britney, but like... Yeah, but yeah. no she's one capable. was really worried about it's her. It's not that it period. Like, yeah. Yeah, she 2000s. was just kind of working out and going to her kids' soccer games. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Really. And yeah. po- I love when she posts her uh, kids' art. She yeah. posts her kids' drawings on Instagram, too. Aww. It's really cute. Yeah. She's a really good mom. I agree. Yeah, she's I good. agree. I think so. So... We were just talking about how one day we saw this hashtag on Twitter, <laughs> and it took us a second to realize that we knew the people who kind of got it started. <laughs> Do you want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah. So, yeah. So, again, like, we hadn't had this podcast where we were just, like, analyzing the photos. And, again, like, I really recommend going back and looking at her feed. I'm not kidding. It's just one of the most fascinating places. Because look at it knowing all of us, and you'll right. just find... 
you'll start saying clues. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because the memes take on a whole new meaning. Just yeah. Look at everything. Okay. I'm um, going to. But Me um, too. so yeah. So basically, she was set to have another residency in Vegas that was going to start in this winter, in like January or February. So like an extension or a different one. It was a, a different, different hotel. Yeah. It had a, a different, different name, okay, but okay. it was an extension. Yeah. 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 And so, um, so on January of this year, she posted, she was in rehearsal and she was looking amazing, like peak Britney form, right? Mm-hmm. Tearing up the choreo, looked so good, seemed really stoked about this residency. Um, then in January, on January 4th, she posted something on her, someone posted something on her Instagram saying that, um, the residency was, he was canceled because her dad was sick and had almost died and she needed to take time to be with him. Right. I remember that. And knowing, sort of paying attention to how, what I had been up until that point, I was like, okay, that's like, there was no note mention of the dad being sick no, before. And it or... was also odd because it was like a three year residency that was going to be really lucrative. And so right, it was to like, cancel the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then like news stories, like around the dad stuff all said that he was expected to make a full recovery and yeah. he had already left the hospital by the time this had been posted. So it was like, yeah, okay. That's weird. Yeah, okay. And so then three days after that, she spotted, and this is just so iconic, like I love her so much, (laughs) like she spotted driving her Mercedes with her hot boyfriend and shotgun through In-N-Out looking very relaxed and happy. (laughs) (laughs) That's the dream right there. Honestly, it's kind of stressful to be in the (laughs) In-N-Out. drive-through line so to look relaxed yeah no she's just like digging into a burger and she just looks like stoked yeah but then she disappears completely really yeah that's the last we see of her and she's off posting on social there's no paparazzi photos of her which is weird because there's always pop photos of yeah right if you're leaving the house yeah 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 so we're like okay um and so that's and so because she wasn't posting on instagram i just started doing more and more like diving into like her i just have like a brain for like i get curious about like legal shit right so (laughs) (laughs) i think we're all kind of newly amateur detectives yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. so i just and i love to like go through a docket and like that's fun for me you know so i just start going through all her old court files and like this is so i'm like seeing this pattern of like the dad petitioned to like start making, he was making a percentage of her profits in Vegas in addition to the $18,000 a month he was getting to be her conservator. Oh my God. Hmm. And then the really crazy thing that happens is in March, now she's been missing for like three months and in March, so two people have been in charge of everything. Her dad, who was in charge of all, every single one of her life decisions, whether she can use a phone, whether she can drive, whether her boyfriend can come over. And then this other guy who's in the dad's also in charge of all of her money. And this other guy who's also co-in charge of all the money with him. Okay. That guy in March resigns after having just gotten a huge raise in November. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so who is that guy? He's his just name's like... Andrew Wallet. I know his last name is Wallet. Wallet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so he resigns, and that's like what the f- now it's really like what the fuck is going on like yeah. yeah how why would you walk away from that much money and you've had this job for 11 years and you just got this huge raise yeah that seems weird yeah and there's verbiage in his resignation like it was redacted but like the part that was released to the press there's verbiage just like if this if the if him resigning isn't granted immediately it could result in substantial detriment to Brittany. And then I'm Whoa. like, what the fuck <laughs> is fucking going on? What? Yeah. Yeah. So we start talking on our podcast about it. Obviously, because it's just like, because well, you had no social media posts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So then um, there, uh, a post gets posted on her account on like April 3rd, I think. And it's this very vague meme about self-care. And then the caption says, we all just need a little me time. Oh. But it's not an emoji. It's like the uh, colon and a, and a yeah. parenthesis. Oh. Yeah. Which, because we've studied Britney's Instagram, we she know would she never would never use that. No. A rude <laughs> Never use it that. would be like a hard eye. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's well, like an old person maybe exactly, would use that. Exactly. Oh. Or someone who just wasn't even thinking and just was being lazy and just yeah. didn't yeah. think. That's so weird. Yeah. So we start talking about that on the pack. So then like an hour after that post, TMZ breaks the story that she's just checked herself into a mental institution the week prior. So then we talk on the podcast that night and I'm just like, I just don't know. I don't think she has control over her own medical decisions. So she couldn't have checked herself in. Just knowing right, what I know. She, right. well, she has a conservatorship, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay. So we're talking about that on the podcast. Then the following week, I'm editing that episode. We have a voicemail box for people to like call in and give their opinion yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and it's an anonymous voicemail from this guy who was a paralegal and the office connected with her conservatorship damn and he goes you guys are on to something <gasps> and, he, and then he proceeded <laughs> yeah he proceeded to tell us that what had happened was she stopped taking the medication the way her dad wanted her to take it in the fall um and then when he threatened to cancel her residency and when she still wouldn't take the medication he just canceled it and said you can blame it on my illness so then oh. she throws out driving with her boyfriend and, and in and out yeah which she's not allowed to do she's not allowed oh. to go she's not allowed to drive what about get in and out? She can probably get in and out. <laughs> okay. But um, she's not allowed to drive? No. Oh my God. And so then he said, yeah, Brittany has actually been in a mental institution since the middle of January and it wasn't her choice. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. So we verified everything with him and then we decided to release the information. And then that's where the free Brittany hashtag came from. Wow. So she's out now, though. She's right? out. Yeah. She got uh, out last week. And then has there been any word from her or she we just saw her with a Kate Spade bag she did, and like she posted something on her Instagram like a couple days ago maybe how long ago was it she was like I'm fine or yeah I don't know you know it probably better than yeah, I do she um she has she had she did post in, um something saying you know I'm fine you know I need yeah. a little time uh there's interesting verbiage in the caption of that post oh and, really yeah both of the posts yeah do you think right. she didn't write it or you're not I sure? think it's pr- yeah. yeah I think there's a chance she didn't write it right yeah um wow yeah that's crazy yeah so she has a new hearing a new hearing since all this happened she has a new hearing coming up for her conservatorship to to, to is she gonna try to get out of it you think I'm not positive but there's yeah it's is it really seems hard like that. to get yeah. out of it yes it's very hard. She's tried in the past. Oh, she has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard because um, I've now talked to like all these people who like work for like advocacy groups for people that like are wrongfully conserved, and um, it's really tough because once the state decides you can't make your own decisions, it's hard to prove. You ca- yeah, right. Um, and it's probably just the fact that you've ever even wanted that makes you seem like you need it or something, right? Like, yeah, yeah, or like it's just easier for them to be like, yeah. Did no. she want it initially? Or did she um, not have not a according to what we've... No, she didn't yeah. have a choice. She, while she was in the hospital, she tried to hire her own attorney. I see. Yeah. So this has all been not yeah, her own she's, choice. Yeah. Wow. 
I can't believe that she's like the biggest pop star in the world and can't get out of this. Like, it's, has this ever happened before? Is there something similar to this? People compare it sometimes to Brian Wilson, which is a story that I'm not super familiar with. Oh, but okay, yeah, th- that. But kind he of, actually had some severe mental illness. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know very much yeah. at all about that story. Oh, right. right. But, I have heard vaguely that too, but I don't. I don't know the details. Yeah, either. I know that he had some kind of issue with his manager, and then Elvis had a manager who was kind of like controlling yeah yeah yeah. yeah but, i bet you there's a lot of controlling managers yeah this right is like this next is level. really something else yeah i mean but she she can't because she can't make the legal like she her signature isn't legally binding right she, she doesn't get it. to choose who she hires she doesn't get to right sh- right can you imagine no that's wow. like a nightmare i mean it's like it kind of reminds me of like i think i was trying to remember another celebrity that's happened to but i think it's actually like old movies from the 50s right yeah where people get like committed to the snake pit or like whatever yeah you know and then they can't do anything about it and then they start looking crazy trying to prove they're not crazy it's like a yeah you know and i think I mean? that's like, what's such a nightmare about it. something about this i had um I used to do this haunted house when I was a teenager that was like where, you know, like all the theater. It was like a really good haunted house because it was all the theater right. kids. <laughs> and it was like in a real house, like this real old house on a cool. hill. And each room was like a different like haunted scene. Right. And I was the tour guide, which was like the most coveted role because you're in yeah. every scene, right? <laughs> right. So I'll never forget my friend was like doing a, her scene, you know, it was around Halloween. And in the middle of her scene, she threw her arm through the window and got her arm was oh, bleeding no. and full of glass and she was in front of a bunch of people like help tell, help and no one helped her because they all thought it was part of the show oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. that's literally like the scene from scream 2 where jada pinkett smith <laughs> yes gets stabbed and she's like help me and everyone's like yeah <laughs> that's my worst nightmare. Yeah. Was she okay? Yeah. She, okay. I mean, she went to the ER, but yeah. <laughs> she's also a theater kid, so she's like, that was amazing. Right. <laughs> I really felt it. Like, <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, it's also like kind of like one flew over the cuckoo's nest too, right? Where yeah. that guy's in there trying to prove... It's totally. Like, it is, I should like reread that. Actually, that it's like a, my nightmare. That's always been my nightmare situation. Yeah, like, no one's gonna believe me. Well, <laughs> like, and I think that is the why that this whole situation is really for very many reasons. Unfortunately, like from a mental health standpoint, because like I think if you like have mental health issues, like this would be your nightmare. Yeah, like, the notion that you should have your autonomy taken from you—that's totally right. counter to like what people should be told right. when they should be seeking help. Like the goal should be in your independence. Or yeah, getting yeah. you there. Right. Yeah. Like, right. Right. Uh-huh. I agree. Absolutely agree. Everything that people considered quote unquote crazy behavior by her to me is like, no, like the umbrella incident, for, in- for instance, mm-hmm. like that's someone who's like cracking under the nonstop pressure of being famous, which is a very unnatural state to be in. Totally. Like, yeah. I never saw that as crazy. I was like, yeah, I'd probably fucking break something too. Like, right. I I've never that be... saw that as crazy. Yeah. yeah no. Too. I was like, no, she's like, leave her the fuck alone. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, truly right. like imagine like those days where it's like, I don't know, you had like a 5am flight, so you had to get up at three right. and then there was traffic and then you missed your I mean imagine and then there's people who are just standing not blocking your car and, and yeah, taking that way pictures since you were of like you. 16 and like, you just want yeah. a moment's peace right. yeah I would fucking kick their I've ass I've almost too. done yeah. that just from getting the wrong order at taco yeah <laughs> like I've been almost like if I'm starving and I right. get the wrong food I almost have like a fucking nervous breakdown myself like I, I think like I mean we all live in LA we've lived in LA for a long time like I mean the paparazzi like are some pretty craven individuals. Yeah. Like they're uh, like I 
I've obviously I'm a nobody and I've not had a, my own experience with it, but I will tell you an experience I had uh, yelling at a paparazzo because it, <laughs> it was at um, a recovery instance situation yeah. that's me trying to be as anonymous as possible. But there was a celebrity there and the paparazzi mm, were camped outside. No way. Yeah. And so I was, I went up to them and I was like, you guys have to leave. This is not appropriate. Yeah. You guys, this is like life or death yeah. here. Like yeah. you can't be here. And the guy was like, what are you going to do about it? And I was like, so you're just going to be, I'm like, I know this, whatever, like go get the shot down the street. But like, there are other people here who aren't celebrities who are just trying to get well and they would not leave. And they were such assholes about it. I like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, you have to be a sociopath to take <laughs> yeah. that job. Yeah, you do. You have to not care at all. Well, and also, like, like, I think the thing that gets missed a lot, too, is, like, the majority of paparazzo are men. Yes. So can yeah. you imagine being a female yeah. who's pursued by men all that many the time? Men all the time. That's How so terrifying. True. And the things that they say, too, like, you hear these videos and they're like, oh, you know, did you get a boob job? You get a boob job? Like, uh, just the thing, like, yeah. I, like, I am never surprised when a celebrity punches a paparazzi. No. Like, I don't know how they don't all the time, honestly. Totally. I never thought about the fact that they're almost all men. Like, you know what I, I can't I mean? even think of a single woman I've ever These seen. These were all I'm guys. I'm sure there's that... a couple, but it seems to be almost all I feel men. like, yeah. And it's like, you have to have that male entitled attitude. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> push things and not care because a woman will be like okay sorry exactly <laughs> right <laughs> like sorry I didn't know it was an AA meeting yeah. <laughs> my bad like totally we would apologize in two seconds like there's just right. no way right no like, these guys I I'm like I want to punch them yeah it's irritating I wanted to punch them and I was like I, I just remember thinking like I can't imagine someone who has to deal with this all the time oh my god like i just willingly went up to them and taught like i just talked to them for two seconds and I realized they were assholes I, right. I cannot imagine being chased in your car like driving stressful enough here like people get chased well, in their cars there was the famous incident with britney where she was with her kids and they weren't in the car seats yeah yeah and the paparazzi and everyone's like she's a horrible and i was like no i get it like yeah she put her kids in the fucking car she's trying to get away from these fucking she animals. was being pursued like, yeah and it's like I was like, that's what you're focused on here? Yeah. Like, her kids are fine. Like, grow up. Like, well, right. it's, it's like, such an insane thing. The narrative is never, it's always framed in terms of, oh, she had a meltdown. It's never in terms of, we did this. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't, yep. it's so crazy, the lack of culpability. Well, did you ever see, I think we talked about it briefly once on our main show, or we've talked about it together, but one of my, the, like, did you, Craig Ferguson he is someone who's in who's like in recovery and i can say that cuz he's like talked about it on his show or whatever but like he during like 2007 during the height of like britney's meltdown madness it was everywhere it was all anyone was talking about in the press he uh mentioned her name on his show and the audience starts snickering and chuckling and he basically was like no stop it like nice. this is not funny and he would i've watched it like 12 times it's so good like he he totally <laughs> oh, know it no he like owns the audience he's like you guys need to stop laughing at britney spears like because it's not funny it's actually really fucking sad and i'm actually no different than her and what she's going through and i've been where she's been right and like you guys need to stop like it's sad it's actually really I sad remember, not that i'm like saying i'm craig ferguson <laughs> but i was the same way with amanda vines when yes. that was going down like I can't believe how, like, I kind of, 
I hate that like Perez Hilton like world. Oh my like, god, that was sort of on the internet in it's that awful. Period, time period where it was just like everything was hilarious and everyone who was going through problems, whether it was drugs and alcohol or just like mental health kind of things. I mean, the Amy Winehouse story just like oh. breaks my heart yeah. every time. I think that's just yeah. the quintessential. Absolutely, just people. It, the amount of people that laughed in her after right. her made light of her situation. Yeah, like and then. How it's young awful. she died. It's just, it's. How do we not learn from that? I right. guess we maybe they did a little bit, but right. I, I think, think it has sort of toned down a bit. Like it, it I has. Don't feel like those sites are as popular as they were, or maybe I just don't pay attention to it as much. But like I do feel like there is a little bit more consciousness about these people are going through something. Yeah, just yeah. because they're famous, right, doesn't mean we get to destroy them. <laughs> they're still human like, beings. Like, and, yeah. But also, if we're doing it in public, it's not even just that it harms whoever the famous person we're talking about. It harms all. All people with mental mm-hmm. illness right. it harms all people with drug addiction like i got sober in 2006 like a year before britney's whole quote-unquote me- public meltdown thing and i was living in sober living during the head shaving incident and i remember all of us like all the girls in the apartment i lived in in this sober living complex like we were all just like yeah you know just like <laughs> yeah like um but like I mean it was just really surreal because like I had like I had like less than just less than a year sober at the time and like we were all just watching this happen and like yeah I relate to that like oh my god and we were all just telling stories like can you imagine if we had to do this in public like can you imagine if we had to do all of the insane things that we did which are like probably actually a lot more insane than just shaving your head somewhere honestly like yeah like some of the stories I've told Desi about my past like if I had to do that with cameras and then have people like Perez fucking Hilton Mm. drawing jizz on my face it's like no I can put my own jizz on my face like I don't need you (laughs) doing that like thank you very much yeah but just like the amount of callousness like I'm sort of taken aback by it like I'm really taken aback by how callous people can be in regards to that right no I mean I love Brittany and I feel like she has this quality like you mentioned Marilyn Monroe before but it is like this person who is so famous but is still like so grounded like you just feel sympathy for them like I do anyway Mm -hmm. like I have nothing but sympathy for her and it's like even though I don't have her life obviously like there's something about her that I relate to yeah and I feel like that is why she has stood the test of time that's why everyone loves her yeah right and it's like like, no one can relate to Christina Aguilera right (laughs) (laughs) and I love Christina but it's a different it's it's a a different different vibe it's a different vibe I'm like more protective of Britney like I feel like oh Christina can take care of herself like she doesn't need me right 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 and I I was talking to Rachel before, like we wanted to talk about some of our favorite Britney moments or throughout or like her that. career. But I like one of my favorite moments where I really fell in love with her was the Gimme More <laughs> performance at the VMAs mm-hmm. that year. And I was just like, honestly, like I have never related to Britney more. Like having to go up, <laughs> not looking your best, and still fucking doing your job and like getting like do you know what I mean? Like I thought that was like really brave that performance like yeah. the fact that she did it and like I know she hated it afterwards and stuff like that but it was like that she was showed first, up to work though but that was one of the first times I really was like protective of her I right. think in like a major way because everyone was so mean about it yes. too everyone was so fucking mean and they were like talking about her weight they were talking about like just like she was lethargic and da 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 and it was like off. do you know how hard that was <laughs> to go up on stage after everything right and have this comeback performance like Right. I just had, I just was like so proud of her. Yeah. Honestly, in that moment. And I love that. I love that song. And and like I told, like I told Desi, like Blackout ended up being 
in my opinion, her best album. Oh, yeah. And one of the best pop albums of all time. Of all time. Yeah. Blackout is. Like, yeah. it's so amazing. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money, and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Canon, Fenty Beauty, and Dyson. I can't wait to shop for all of my summer fashion and beauty needs, and we'll definitely be checking out Ulta and Adidas. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can really save by stacking cash back on top of other deals. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. It's the time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Membership is free, and it's all happening May 6th to May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost on top of Big Give Week cashback rates, go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while shopping. It's such a good album. Well, it also kind of made me think that you're talking about how, how people treat other people affects not just them, but other people yeah. watching and it's like they're all saying oh she's fat and it's like no she's not fat. right That's, she's yeah, a perfectly thing. normal looking yeah. person and right. she's still kind of thin like right compared like to compared to people. like america yeah, right. yeah. Like, it was an insane thing i was like oh my god i'm never going on tv <laughs> like be judged that it's way horrible. it was like horrible like, right and we were talking about like like she was coming off like three iconic vma like performances right before that, she right? had like, three iconic performances in a row like and then she had the 
break, obviously, like a yeah. few years off of it, and then the com- quote unquote comeback right, right after 2007. So it was like an enormously like high pressure situation. Yeah, I mean, like I was looking up some of the articles about it tonight before you came over, and it was like the meanest like headlines. <laughs> things that people were saying that I had ever seen. Like, how do you sleep at night if you, like, write a headline like that? Also, I would love to see every guy's body who critiqued her. Oh, my God. Like, seriously. seriously. Anyone who needs to critique a body, I need to see your body first. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like Perez Hilton never really atoned or, like, said he was sorry. Like, did, like, he just is like, oh, everyone forgot about it. It's like, no, you're a fucking asshole. Like, right. And he tries to get sympathy now. I'm like, no, you used, you have zero goodwill. Well, you remember. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. He's gross. Like I, like I said, like I followed that whole fucking saga and I would always see his fucking articles that he said about Brittany, about Lindsay, about Amy Winehouse, Amanda. Lindsay like, is a really interesting figure to me because like yeah. I look at that girl and I'm like, she seems happy. She, she's out of the country. She, do, yeah. you know, do you know why she moved to Dubai? No. She's in Dubai. It's against the law to take a picture of someone without their permission. Whoa. Oh, yeah. But isn't she in Greece now? She, her beach club that she owns is in Mykonos. Yeah. yeah, but I'm like, this is how you do it. Right. Right. That's <laughs> why I was like, I wondered why like people at all moved to Dubai. Yeah, no. Whoa. If you're Lindsay Lohan, and like, let's face it, Lindsay Lohan loves to party. Like, she's doing right. it professionally. She's at a right. beach. She's surrounded by hot gay men. Right. She's like seems really happy yeah she does i i mean i follow her on instagram too i think she's still you what know what was that thing last year where she tried the kidnapped kid yeah that that was a little <laughs> Wait, that, was I that in something? dubai no she was following some kids that a woman and two children and she it was, was in, accusing her it was of in like london them? i think it was like two Syri- it was like a syrian family what and she was like let me take your children up to the hotel so i don't know like how well she's doing because it was this, wait lohan took two kids of two. <laughs> she, she, was, she trying was trying to. to and the parents were like no you can't take my kids uh-huh. she's like let me just take them they need to have a good <laughs> Like it was like a, it was a really gross kind of creepy white savior lady thing that she was trying oh to my. do. Yeah, it was and like she never okay. really explained it. She never explained it. Oh so I don't really know what's going on okay. with her mentally. Okay, but I am like you know okay, like she seems happy. I guess. I mean, I like Lindsay, and she I is a too. mess. Yeah, for sure. I don't know the extent of it or why. Look, that's I used. The case, to, I honestly used to have a fantasy like five years ago that I would write the comeback movie for Lindsay Lohan <laughs> and that she would win the Oscars. Like, it would be her, like, Mickey Rourke moment, you know? I have those kind of fantasies, too, for people. Like, I always have this thing where I'm like, Lena Dunham should just be friends with me and I will make her not be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> she just needs to, I need to take her under my wing and be like, girl, you need to, like, get just your act a couple together. tweets. Right. Don't fucking say that. Don't do that. Like, I'm like, I want to be her, like, PR person. Yeah, right. I feel like I, my person like that is Anna Ferris. Like, she has oh. not gotten the slapstick comedy she deserves. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's I don't a know good why. One. Yeah, that is good. That is a there really are good people one. you feel like just need like a good like, person I could help you. Yes. Right. Like right. It's nice when you don't when it's like you feel that way about another woman and not a man for a change. <laughs> when you're like I can <laughs> yeah. fix them. No, I'm totally. I like my hands are full with all the men. I'm done. Oh, totally. I'm done. Yeah. Exactly. I want to fix women. I want to fix. <laughs> I want to fix women now. Wow. <laughs> 
So were you like a Britney fan growing up? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. I've, I've loved her since the beginning. I mean, yeah, because I think she's like the same age as me. So like that, oh, I always identified yeah. right. with her in that way. Because I mean, like I also am like, don't like to wear shoes and like to wear cutoffs and like, yeah. like to be tan and like had a belly button ring. And, like, I still have a belly button yeah. ring. <laughs> like, she was just always kind of like, yeah, that's like right. my deal. Right, like, right. Yeah. And so I always liked her for that reason. I right. always like celebrities who I know are kind of trash. And I say that as a compliment. Mm-hmm, so like, mm-hmm. I like celebrities where yeah. like, you can't get my roots. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm rich and famous, but I still like want to eat Velveeta or like whatever it's, she does. Like, exactly. Yeah. That's I why another it. reason, one of my biggest celebrity crushes is Matthew McConaughey. Oh. oh. I feel like he's a real hillbilly. And like, yeah. there's something yeah. so sexy about that. He's kind of down to earth. Like he is who he is. Yeah. Sort of. Right. Yeah. And you just know he's just always like getting high and like eating cereal straight from the box. Well, and, like, he had that like naked bongo thing, right? I love like, that, that story. Was- <laughs> I fucked- it was so good. And like I was actually talking about Matthew McConaughey with Brendan the other day because we had watched, he just did another insane Lincoln commercial. Like it's a new yes. one where he's like running in the wild. <laughs> and I was like, you know why I love him is because he like, put his entire all into the acting for this. Like, he met with a coach <laughs> yes. before this. Like, he didn't just wing it for the check. Like, he really believed in these commercials. He met and he believes in them. I'm yeah. sure. Like, and he also agreed to it. Like, he didn't have handlers who were like, come on, like, let's do no, something he's more. Like, no, he's <laughs> like, he was like, I want to do it. It's risky. <laughs> That's what he said. I love him. You know, I love that about him. I fucking That's love amazing. him. That's amazing. I haven't seen the running one. No, it's like a new one, and it's absolutely batshit. <laughs> It is, it's like a satire of the it first is, one, it but is. it's not. <laughs> Who's making these commercials? I don't like, know. Hats <laughs> off to them. Yeah. My hat's off. I love, one of my favorite things is like when someone's really famous and you can tell they're just enjoying the shit out of it. Yeah. yeah like, I love that. I love that feeling. I like, I like, I'm rooting for someone who I can tell they're just like, I love my career. Like, this I don't, is fun. This like, is fun. Like a Patty Lapone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Well, the great thing about Patty Lapone is like, she's at the phase now where she's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, right. I'm she's for just it. like telling people off on the her red first carpet. tweet. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, like Patty LaPone was born there and now she's just going like the exactly. extra yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like yep. any woman who says, I don't have any fucks left to give. It's like, I don't believe you until you're like a Patty LuPone level. Yes. <laughs> like, that's not giving any like fucks like anymore. Right. Like, yes. She's amazing. Yeah. And I she's always want to see whatever is coming out of her mouth. I right. love it. Like she's great. I feel like she is like an icon for the ages oh, and she gets yeah. better every year she's, she's amazing hilarious i feel like, like i Cher laugh is there too oh yeah Cher. yeah Cher's a kook i mean she she i mean she's she, like an amazing twitter follow she for is me, yeah she's I, yeah. like top 10 i think she is a great twitter follow I she have has some timeless tweets yeah <laughs> sometimes I'm like, like am i retweeting Cher to a much? question or something like that's a top tier tweet for me where Cher's like hello like charming to me about celebrities joining Twitter where they're like hello tweets or right. tweets or like it's like what year is it like my favorite share tweet and probably one of my favorite tweets of all time is just the one she did in like 2014 that says what's going on with my career <laughs> and she didn't she didn't put a space between my and career so it looks like it's like my space but my career, my career. what's going on with 
my career. Because you know what? I repeat that in my head all the time to myself. Like whenever I'm having an existential crisis about being like a woman funny person for a living, I'm like, what's going on with my career? (laughs) I like the idea that there's a website called My Career. Just ask questions of Cher. Right. <laughs> Someone Cher. did a video with her where it's her explaining her tweets. It's great. Oh, oh my she's, god. She's like, hello? That was just me saying hello. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, actually very literal. Like, right. There's like, no hidden uh, meaning. Yeah. Like, You're the dumbass. Why why would you not get it? And her voice, like I love her, her deep voice. voice is oh. so I just saw an old um Osman clip with Cher. Did oh, you yeah, see that's that? going like viral right that's now. That's going viral right now. And I was like, when I heard her singing, I was like, you know what? I really miss hearing Cher sing yeah <laughs> it's great i want a new single from her me too like, why is she not doing well she music? did the mama mia cover i listened oh, to that right. non-stop this winter yeah it was big yeah her it was big is so good i love oh. it it's like nothing else no one right? else there's sounds like that one. there's only one share i love yeah. share so <laughs> and i mean the bob mackie of it all oh, oh. the bob mackie <laughs> <laughs> that period people don't even know how good the oscars used to be they used to be seriously people used to dress insane at the oscars when people are like i'm watching the red carpet i'm like why like demi moore is not showing up in bike shorts right <laughs> why are you even bothering no doesn't have a weird no tuck swan, dress no swan dresses anymore everyone no. has like stylists and like everyone looks fine like there's right. very few like big stars Even, making major you know what yeah. outfit that like everyone unanimously hated but i secretly loved was gwyneth paltrow's weird goth chicken cutlet boob dress oh, oh. from I like that, two, that was like the last era that was like the last year Where of like weird dresses mistakes. that was yeah. like 2002 or maybe it was well, Lara Boyle. Like, well now it's like sort of like the sort of old whore wife of some producer will show up. Right. Some crazy thing. You're right. like, I don't know who that is, but I love her. Right. Yeah. But no right. big stars make mistakes no. now. Nobody takes a risk. Nobody it does. It used to be like drag race. No, yeah. it was exciting to <laughs> see who showed, showed up like right. being insane. Like right. I loved it. But, I remember yeah. the credit card dress. Oh, it was my favorite oh, yeah. dress of all time. It was like the most amazing that dress That was ever. gorgeous. That dress was the best. She was like a costume designer. She won right? for best she costume. She won who, I think. Oh, right, right, right. She won that year. Yeah. 90, that was 95 or 96. Yeah, she was great. So iconic. I had a picture of that dress in my locker. Really? <laughs> oh, my God. I Gold love card. it. Wait a minute. That Wait. Would be black. Wait, that's like a, a really good segment. Who was in your locker in oh, middle school? Who was in school? my locker in middle school? <sighs> yeah. Or what? Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Wait, was I into Leonardo DiCaprio yet? I was really obsessed with him when I was like a freshman in high school. Okay. Did you have Lock? I liked Leo too, right? Of course. I saw Titanic four times in the theaters. (laughs) And I saw Man in the Iron Mask the day it came out. and (laughs) And I fucking hated it. But I saw it the day it came out. Right. Had to. I, I had still to. get horny whenever I hear that Radiohead song. Remember when he's in the Yeah. <laughs> yes. I remember jerking it all the time to like. <laughs> Dude. Wait, what Radiohead song? It's the one in Romeo and Juliet. Oh, I can't and he's remember. coming out of the ocean. It's the top. And he has the wet oh, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's smoking a cigarette. Oh, and he's like all wet. And his that's shirt his is hottest open. movie. Dude. I yes. Think. I mean. Uh, He's got a lot of hot movies. He does. Like Brendan and I just watched The Beach, which I've seen a hundred times. Like I definitely forgot about that. I snuck in to see that movie because I was like fourteen when it came out, and it was it's rated R, and I snuck in to see it like the day it opened. (laughs) (laughs) But we were like watching it the other night, and I was like, I'm getting, I'm like to myself, like obviously I wasn't like looking at him and going, I'm horny. Oh, he's so. I was just like remembering that yes. feeling of being like 14 and being like so horny for an actor. Like, I have never, like, 
I, I agree. Like the horniest I ever was for an actor was River Phoenix. Oh, oh he, was, a like, classic. he was my horny, and I yeah. I was horny for Johnny Depp like back in the day. Yeah, he's not. I'm not horny for him anymore. No. So did you have River Phoenix? Who did you have in your locker? I don't remember having anyone in my locker, but he was probably the first guy I was horny for. I mean, honestly, I was a little horny for Michael Jackson. I realized. <laughs> <laughs> I was very misguided in that, that, that the idea that I would land him. Like, right. <laughs> so I had a lot going Look, on. Look, I, you know what? I totally was horny for him too when I was really, really young. Yeah, I was my, young. I was my, very young. My yeah. first cassette tape ever was Thriller, and I just mm-hmm. was like, this guy's no, the I was most horny amazing for him guy. On Thriller cover with the tiger and the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the Beat It cover and the White Blazer. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. that one's yeah. really good. Totally, That's really good. And I even liked the like. I wasn't uh, you know horny yet because I didn't know the music, but I liked that. Uh, you know, can't st- uh, the disco era. His off look the wall, then, off the wall. Yeah, like, I yes. like that right. look too. Right, I think he was hot. So that and like, oh, I mean Johnny Depp. I was very horny for Twenty One Jump Street. Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah. yeah, and like even when he first started acting, like right. in the Nightmare on Elm Street movie, I saw. Oh that yeah, movie. he was really cute in that. <laughs> he was cute in that. He's cute. And what about Cry Baby? He was really hot. Yeah, Cry Baby. That's for sure. So Cry I was horny baby. for him in his early when he was like an indie actor. I loved all of those movies, Cry Baby, and what was the one? Oh, Ed Ed Wood. I love that movie too. Yeah, yes. like he was hot in that. Right. So also, he can get it in Edward Scissorhands. Oh, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, right. Doc King. Yeah. No, he was cute and like simple. Simple. <laughs> Sweet. That was a guy you could really fix. Yeah. Yeah. His, his hands were the. He problem. was. <laughs> look, he was it back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. He was it. I also felt like this is also probably me being like egotistical, but I was like, oh, I'm the only one who li-. like I felt like I was an early stan of his before he got like super famous. Like I knew him from his smaller roles and then like he got really famous. So it was not. You know how you kind of get attached to the one when you think I'm the only one who thinks he's. Oh yeah. <laughs> And I had that delusion with Blink-182. Oh, you did? Oh. <laughs> I'm from Southern California, so I, it's like, yeah. okay. I'm from Northern California, so it was Green Day. That was our okay. Blink-182 yeah. in the 90s. Oh. Okay. But, like, I was, like, the alternative girl. I mean, like, that was, like, I was, I was an alternative girl. So I liked all the alternative... Boys right. that I had crushes I had on a lot later. Of music crushes, I think. Yeah, too. I had more music crushes, but obviously Leo, which is like the most mainstream guy to have a crush on, if you're like a right. teen in the in the late '90s or right. mid '90s or whatever, like everyone loved Leo. It was how can universal. you not? Like yeah. he's fucking gorgeous. Do you think yeah. he's hot now? Look, I mean, obviously you'd fuck my brain. <laughs> I think my obviously I would fuck him, but like I think my brain's just broken. Like I'll forever think he's hot. Right. Even if he's yeah. like gets, even when he gets bloated and stuff, I'm like, it's still Leo. That's how I feel, and I do still think he's hot. Like, yeah, well, Leo is actually quite an attractive man. Sometimes I like yeah. guys when they get a little punch. Like in yeah. Wolf of Wall Street, he's fucking gorgeous. Can get it, but do you think he's it. good at fucking? Because I don't. I do. Really? Yeah, I do. Of course he is. He only I do. Nineteen year olds. Yeah, but I think he's good at fucking. <laughs> you guys are delusional. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the woman of 
reason here. You guys, I know. And I normally. Like Steve Buscemi can fuck. Okay, I will say this. I used to work, when I was in college, I worked at the Borders Books in West Hollywood. Okay. And I worked in the cafe, and this was like 2003. And he and Giselle came in, oh. and both of them were stoned, and they ordered like frappuccinos, and they walked around high looking at the self-help books together. And, and were they laughing? Yeah. Wait, that's funny. Yeah. They <laughs> seemed like really happy, and like they're having a really good time, and that has always made me like Giselle, even though she's with Tom Brady. Well, what a mistake. That was when he was with someone who was about his age too. Yeah. They're about the same yes, age. Yes, they are. I thought they were an excellent couple. I, want, I wanted them to make it. Me too. They were my favorite. <laughs> Exactly. I loved them. They were they like just made so much sense together. Exactly. Like, they were like a true power couple. They really were. Well, yes. Let's talk about some of Britney's relationships. Like what is your favorite? Is it Justin and no one else has been up to that, right? Like uh, uh I don't think I've ever had a favorite Britney relationship. She's like, had no, not that I mean, no, she's not had that many. Justin is her hottest. I right? mean, Justin is the most iconic. Hottest Sam, her current boyfriend, is quite hot. Wait, what's his last name? Ascari. Ascari. Okay. I honestly hated Justin at the time. Like I, I never listened to NSYNC uh-huh. when I was that age for so it to be appropriate. Together, you didn't. Care. I fucking hate. I thought Justin Timberlake was so corny when they were together. Britney and Christina Aguilera were the only two pop like artists that I listened to at that time at that time like they right. were the exceptions because they're so fucking good mm-hmm. so right. in sync I was like Ugh, gross well and then they showed up in like the denim outfits like I never they were bringing a lot more yeah yeah, yeah. The denim outfits that the first Halloween that I was with my now husband I did make him do that with oh <laughs> that's amazing I, like, that's a great costume I just put on law and order and I hand sewed a denim dress I watched like oh, nine law and orders iconic and I just, <laughs> iconic <laughs> I fucking love it. I'm uh, I'm Did so you impressed. Pictures of those. I, mean, I wish to. I took more pictures. My only like picture is not a full body shot. And like this is how insane I am. I got brown contacts for that costume. That's what? iconic. I love it. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And but, your hair is blonde, so that yeah. That's, yeah. I needed something to differentiate. What did your uh, right? I, I guess he was your boyfriend then. What did he wear? He wore. Did I he got have a cowboy a, hat. I got him a cowboy hat. I dyed it blue. Um, <laughs> had a blazer jeans and then i got him like um some kind of like ed hardy looking sunglasses oh wait, wait, wait the sunglasses yeah wow yeah that's amazing yeah but they were like the power couple and i always just thought he was annoying justin timberlake and except i will say <laughs> i did have a i my i switched on justin timberlake when he had his solo career because when he his came solo stuff was better well, when he came the, out yeah. with that first single with clips the neptune's Song right. that was produced by Neptunes. I was like, oh, Justin Timberlake is actually amazing. And he's a really good dancer. Yeah. And he's also a good actor. He's one of those people that you're like, okay, you're, you're kind right. of annoyed yeah. that he's good. But I also think now, <laughs> yeah. but I also think in the past like year, two years, people realize like we don't like him anymore. Cause also like he hasn't even had an album that slaps since Future Sex Love, let's be honest. Right. Yeah. And that was like over 10 years ago. I feel like he's trying to focus on his acting career, right? Yeah. And like, I don't care. Well, he hasn't had a really big movie. No, he doesn't. I will give him credit and say I think he has one in him. I think he's, I think he's a good actor. But also, yeah. I, just, I mean, he's also like, I just don't think this is the era where we really care about like basic dick. Right. right, like we're just not right. going for that. Right we're not now. going for it. I feel like he had he a doesn't time. Have a real appeal for me, where I want to see him in something. Like I just don't care. I mean, like I was, <laughs> yeah. like I bought like his first two solo albums, like 
they were great. Like, they're both great albums. Did you guys yes. watch the Britney and Kevin reality show? Yes, it's wonderful. Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. Oh, yeah, Kevin Federline. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Kevin yeah. Federline's actually who I originally based my drag persona on. Oh, was wait, like, you do drag? I do. I am a drag king. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. I can show you pictures after. <laughs> That's wait, do you the facial hair is very Kevin Federline. Yeah, the, yes. Don't I look like Kevin Federline? You do look like when Kevin When I do the drag. I never thought of it. My drag name's Dick Wolf, because I also <laughs> love <laughs> Um And uh, yeah, Kevin Federline. But yeah, he, he, do you remember his single that he came out with? No. It was like I'm on fire or something. It was like and an inferno. Was it was like, like no. something something <laughs> about like fire. Like oh, I don't do you remember, remember that it. when yes. he tried to have like a rap career? Yes. And so he was, was trying like, to no. be like an Eminem. Or he something. was like DJing in Vegas for a minute. I think. Too. I mean that makes sense. At like Tao. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. 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 He's so Vegas to me, right? He's like, so Vegas strip. I like how he aged personally. <laughs> like, okay, he, he really like became like literally cargo short wearing like dad, dad, right? With, yeah, yeah. It all his personality all kind of made sense when he kind of like got aged out of his fuckboy bod, right? right. It really yeah. did. Everything kind of clicked for yeah. him. Yeah, like, and he was hot like back in the day. I can see why Britney would be attracted sure. to he him. He kind of reminded me of like one of the fourth level Backstreet Boys. Totally. Like the one oh, Kevin. I know the hot one. He yeah. looks like the hot. I know yeah, exactly he looks which like one the you're hot talking one. About. You think Whatever. he looks like he, I think he was hotter than Kevin Richardson. That's what I'm thinking of Kevin Richardson. Yeah, yeah. I, but Kevin had like the manicured beard. Yes, right? he yeah. did. He had the. I think, I think that Kevin was hotter, but he's also trashier. Like I like that. About Kevin him. Federline. Yeah, Federline. not Kevin Richardson. Not Kevin Richardson, the okay. Backstreet Boy. He's more like uptight. But I feel like they have a similar vibe to me. They have the they're facial like, hair. Ah, they look alike, but right. no one cares. See, I thought. <laughs> I would never date someone. Oh, what? Who am I kidding? Like, I probably dated so many people. I dated so many people like Kevin Federline and like you know whatever. Kevin Federline has bangs. Like he's the guy who has those bangs. Yeah, yeah. Kind of stuck to their. He's like very Florida. Yeah. Totally. You know? But that's like, why he's Vegas, too, because Vegas is the A little bit Vegas. Florida yeah, a little re- west. Yes. <laughs> it really, it honestly, is. like, if it you is. could, like, shrink Florida and put it in the desert. Because it yeah. also has a lot of tourists. Like, it right. has... And then the yeah. people who live there, you're like, who lives here? And My cousin. Like yeah, I know people cousin. too, but you're kind of always like, do right. people live here? No, like, like, I... And I'm, like, one of those insane people who loves Las Vegas. Like, I love it. I love it, too. Yeah. I fucking love it. I have it. to say I do love it. Yeah. Like, I go there. I like it for a few days only. Though. I try yes. to go there a few times a year. Like, I love it that much. You went, did you go for the Magic Mike thing? I've been several times for Magic Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to go with you next time. I recommend it highly enough. It's the best thing ever. I love yeah. those movies. Oh, then you will love the show. Like, honestly, people were like, oh, it's like Thunder from Down Under. You won't ever want to go to one of those again. Is it yes. really sexy? Yes. Ooh. It's not even that naked. Really. It's not but it's like sexy. It's, just sexy. it's not cheesy. It's like yeah. innuendo. It's yeah. just like the dancing <laughs> is like really good. Oh. Right. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Let's go. It's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I yeah. love it. I always think that would be such a fun lifestyle to be a Vegas performer and just keep yeah, right. I know a lot of people who live there for shows. Right, and they'll come back during the off season. That'd be or so fun. Yeah, I mean, I could see it being fun while you're there for a show and just living in the hotel and right. kind of like 
you know, never right. leaving. You make good money, I'm sure. Save your money, <laughs> pay you low rent. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it could be fun. I mean, I've like fantasized about moving to Vegas, honestly. Really? Oh my God, totally. But I, I mean, it wouldn't be good for me. It's really hot though in certain months. <laughs> That's yeah, where I'm kind of drawing the line. I can't, yeah, it's uh, so hot. That. Um, okay. I mean, I feel like we've covered everything. I mean, right? do you have more questions? I do you have anything so. else you want to talk about? I can't think of anything. <laughs> do you have anything you want to promote? Um, I guess just you can listen to my podcast, Lady to Lady. Yeah. You should nice. listen to it. Yeah. I was on it. Yeah, I know. Ago. I know yeah. you were. So you can start with that episode. Listen if you to care. Lady to Lady. <laughs> I wonder if some but it's of all our good. listeners already listened to it. Probably. Yeah. Uh, it's like we're, we're probably all featured in the women who podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> lady podcast. We'll take it. Do you like lady host? Oh my God. <laughs> to be honest, list. how many emails have you gotten about one or more of your co-host vocal fries? Oh, usually they put it in the reviews. But oh, yeah. No, no I know. We, we, yeah, we get it in the reviews still. <laughs> we get it in the reviews also that we're too foul. Like, I listened for a few minutes, and they said, fuck, three times in the first five minutes, and I was out. Like, Yeah, well, then it's like, we're not for you. I mean, right, yeah, we're right. not for you. And we also say explicit, bitch. Like, right. It says explicit. <laughs> you're an idiot for listening to an explicit podcast when you have Christian values. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, like, I always fear that, like, my family's going to listen to my podcast because I'm like, it's dirty. And they're like, oh, is it just you griping? I'm like, no, I mean, it's just female comedians were dirty people. Right. 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 Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just, yeah. People funny. do, like, one thing I've learned from having a podcast as and being a woman is people do not like it when women swear. I guess not. They really don't well, like it. I never it. see that on, like, a hosted, a male hosted never. podcast. I've oh, never. Yeah, that's language. True. I'm like, I listened to last podcast on the, on the left and, like, they they're, swear all the time, but I, like, feel like I've never seen a review of theirs or someone being upset that they swear. Like they're like, there's people who are like, Oh, that show's not for me. Right. Or they're vulgar or whatever, but not like really upset about it. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. For sure. And is Brittany's gram on hiatus? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Totally. So, and you can also follow Tess on Twitter. Yeah. She's a great tweeter. She, I have, have a follow your name. Is, it's not your name. It's like testify Barker. Testify yeah. Barker. Right. Right. And we have one final question. Uh, what is your, what would be your last meal if you're like oh on death God, row? That is so <laughs> hard. I love thinking about food. Yeah, we do too. That's why Shit. we're asking it. Oh my God. This is getting me like excited and stressed at the same time. Oh man. Okay. I'm going to start with, obviously I have to have like coffee in the meal. So I think I would have like a big iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. Ooh. <laughs> um, then I just want like a a really fun expensive salad, like something with a like, fun, yeah, beets and yeah. goat cheese, yeah, something like the like candy walnuts, yeah, 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 like a balsamic reduction, yeah, 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 um, and then lasagna from this one place in Rome. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. yeah. <laughs> I love that you, you're like, fly it in, bitch. Right. It's my last meal. This, like, creamy spinach lasagna that I had oh, by the Coliseum. That's the best. Is like, the green lasagna. When it's good. Exactly. Oh, it's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, With, like, fresh uh, noodles that have yeah. just been pressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah really it's like a white and green lasagna. Yeah. yeah I so know good. what you're talking about. Oh. Not the specific one you're talking about, but right. the kind of lasagna, that's the best one. Where like the cheese gets brown on the top. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I then, could eat a whole tray of that cheese. Right? <laughs> oh my so God. Good. Fresh mozzarella. I just, yeah, I love Italian love food. It. And then dessert for sure. 
I'm torn between either donuts mm. or creme brulee. Ooh. Those are like two of my Yum. favorite desserts. <laughs> They're honestly. so good. What about a creme brulee donut? Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. I can picture it where the cream is sort of in the middle. And then you yes. finish the crunchy sugar on top. Wait, oh that's wait, brilliant. I'm a genius. Yeah, should, you are. We should we should go to Trejo's and tell her. Honestly, because you could just bake the custard into yeah. the donut. Bake it into the donut and then get the sugar and on the, top. the blow torch. Yes. Oh and right. may I just suggest a couple fresh strawberries? Ooh, yum. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's the perfect thing with creme brulee. It's the strawberries. The berries oh, on so top. Mm-hmm. Trejo's donuts, by the way, is so good. It's my favorite donut shop in LA. I like is the, it amazing? I like it's the amazing. donut that's like Abuelita. It's yeah, like it's really good. Chocolate. It's mm. so good. Okay. Is that a Trey House? Yeah, yeah, it's a Trey House. It's really good. Like I they're only open for a few hours, like in the daytime, but it's so worth it to go. Like there's some their donuts are just fucking excellent. One time I was in traffic on Santa Monica because there was like construction and I was stopped dead stop for five minutes right in front of it and I turned into the parking lot. It's a donuts. Mentos commercial. That was the first yeah. time I ever got them. I was like, you know what? Let's fucking Wait, go. That is a Mentos commercial. <laughs> that's the your... fresh maker. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, okay that that's really a great fun. answer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thanks was, for asking me. This was thanks. such a fun interview. Like, yeah, anytime you want to come back on and talk about pop music. Yeah. Or if you just want to come over and talk about pop music. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I got lots to we'll say. We'll bring donuts. <laughs> we'll bring donuts. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.